Generals, as usual, this podcast is brought to you by Shirt Caviar. Visit shirtcaviar.com today and pick up that exclusive One Gram Army t-shirt. And check out other t-shirt designs so sick, you won't be able to help but shirt yourself. Also, you can support this podcast directly by visiting patreon.com slash onegramarmy. Patrons receive access to exclusive content and a shout-out on each and every episode of this podcast for the life of their subscription. And now, on to the show. Welcome. Welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. Thank you for listening to my daddy's stupid podcast. And remember, his head is full of doo-doo, so don't listen to anything he says. Generals, welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. I am Graham. That's Tony Baltimore. What up? He wears his sunglasses at night, indoors. Yeah, indoors. Doesn't care. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you have to say yeah. about it, you just live with it. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us again. We are back after having done separate podcasts last week. Yeah. I did want to mention that the your podcast was like almost a descent into insanity <laughs> yeah, <it> last <laughs> week. But I really, I really dug it. Like how you're kind of like talking to yourself yeah, in the background. That, it was yeah, it was it was a surreal experience knowing what was going to happen <laughs> yeah. and then going back like. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was. I mean, I also <laughs> wanted to like you know compliment you and be able to listen to your podcast at least two or three times all right. the way through in oh, order hell to yeah. lay those ad libs in there and then yeah. cut out the stuff you didn't want. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know how many more times I have to tell you people, but if like, you haven't on. listened like, to Podcaviar yet, man. why are you like, listening come to on. this? Yeah. Why are you here if you're not there? Like, right. come it's on, it's the bro. same place. It all I happens mean, here at the yeah. Ministry of Silly Talk. Right. It all like, takes place. You know. Uh, if you are joining us via YouTube, you may notice that I'm missing about 25% of my face. I did not intend to shave my beard off. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning and it was looking pretty scraggly. So I was like, I'm going to trim it, trim it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. There was a guard on the clipper mm-hmm. that looked pretty tall. Yeah. It was not tall oh, at all. And no. I just hit one side of my face no. and then realized <laughs> that I was now in it to win it. Nice. Uh Although it is kind of those those times are kind of fun when you you know <laughs> when you realize you're gonna have to shave your beard off because I've ma- yeah. I've made so many mistakes with my facial hair I mean it, it's it's a mess anyway yeah but I've made so many mistakes where I like trim one side up too far yeah it's like cutting legs off a table yeah you know that's true it's yeah. like trying to even a table out. oh yeah. And you get, you know, get up too far on one side, especially now that I wear glasses, like this part of my field of vision right. is pretty much gone. Right. So sometimes I have to twist my glasses like this to trim oh, my beard. Shit. Uh, but so I did have a mishap with the guard, mm-hmm. uh, which did lead to some good times. I cut myself like a, it was kind of like playing Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto where you right. had to play with your facial hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> so I cut myself like a big long goatee. Oh, yeah. You, know? you should have rocked that. Like yeah. the, the biker look. Or yeah. Just it was. The Hitler. It, yeah. Well, see yeah i was gonna get to that get the hitler yeah <laughs> that's why we're all nah, that's why we're so yeah. copacetic here because <laughs> i did i i cut myself like a you know like pork chop sideburns nice. and a big goatee and i got rid of the goatee and it was sideburns and mustache then it went down to just mustache which mm-hmm. as you know former military members we all know that a white <laughs> dude with my face and just a mustache you yeah. automatically are like i don't like that guy right you know i just really am not cut out for mustache only (laughs) and so i obviously then you know walked around the house a little bit with the hitler mustache yeah because that's what you gotta do yeah it's part of the deal when you cut your all your facial hair that's hilarious that's a comedy bit 
Yeah. And, you know, you walk around and just don't say anything. And then Bree sees you and then she's yeah. like, wait yeah. a minute now. Well, yeah. uh, hold on. Yeah, Bree hadn't been, wasn't here yet, but my daughter <laughs> oh, definitely, my, when I oh. came out of the bathroom, was like, because, uh, you know, because of my interest in history, that sort of rubbed off on her. So yeah. she definitely knew what was going on. Yeah immediately and was you know not super thrilled about it i tried to say it was charlie chaplin's mustache i know it's a yeah. hacky line of conversation yeah, but, right you know charlie chaplin had that mustache and everybody loved that guy yeah you know this but, reminds me of like the first episode of rick and morty uh, <laughs> of the new season yeah oh god yeah what if man the new season got got off with a bang i love yeah. all the alternate realities he kept right, going to right. where they were fascists yeah i was like what the fuck <laughs> just couldn't get away from like he was like what is this loading like, into on, a man. fascist world that's yeah. a weird loop to be in like <laughs> yeah, what like, it's like i'm way happy you guys are shrimp and not fascists and then they were fascist shrimp yeah they were fascist shrimp because <laughs> why not mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're gonna be a shrimp be a fascist yeah. it was yeah that yeah, no, was a great they kicked that off great but so yeah if you're off put at all by the youtube video which i think you would normally be anyway but if you're especially off put mm-hmm. this wasn't an intentional facial hair configuration i'm not i'm not wearing the hitler mustache i don't maybe i was unclear about that but if you're watching it on youtube you can see that i just have shaved all the hair off my face uh looks like Riker that time when he shaved you know yeah, I think was, that yeah, was in first contact yeah. where they shaved his whole face off yeah and he looked ridiculous he did and yeah. I feel ridiculous so if you're like this guy looks ridiculous mm. I'm right there with you <clears throat> what else is going on oh yeah so this was the thing though that I found out about just a couple days ago and I thought that we would maybe have some good takes on uh mm-hmm. the army and I'm pretty sure this is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, there hasn't been much of an uproar about it, but I found it on a couple of websites that, you know, deal, you know, strictly in military news. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like the army uh, and whether it's true or not, the conversation is the same, that they're going to ban. They're going to prohibit eight people from the ages of 18 and 20 to getting from getting married. Oh, right. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yes, it is. I mean, there's so many layers to that onion. Huh? The. Yeah, because, you know, as service members, our guys, we got married when we were young. I don't know anyone who got married when they were young or married like their high school sweetheart Mm -hmm. and like things worked out. No. Well, let's see. Well, let's take a percentage, though. One. It's very low. It's less than five. Yeah. For me. And that's out of hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah. If not thousands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of these young military marriages. Oh, yeah. And, um, I mean, you know me, I'm a guy who's definitely like, you look, if people want to do something and they're mm-hmm. adults, then they should be yeah. allowed to do it. Yeah. Uh, it is different, obviously being that you're in the military, but it opens up this giant can of worms for me about how we kind of treat people who are that age. Yeah. Like as a society, how we treat 18 year olds. Cause I mean, even, yeah. Cause in the best case scenario, cognitively, you haven't developed until you're like 25 or 26. Right. Like you're not even right. really operating with the same hardware you're going to operate with as an adult. Right. But you're allowed to make these insane decisions. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to join the military. I'm going to, you know, incur hundreds of thousands of dollars of student right. loan debt. Yeah. Decisions you make when you're eight, you know, to get a fucking to get a job, just a regular fucking job. You yeah. Know, or an education or anything. Right. Right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> It, it is it's one of those situations where I'm like, you know, that's it. Maybe it's a societal misstep that goes back to when people who were 18 genuinely were expected to be more, you know, contributing members of 
society in a more meaningful way, but it just became this like predatory thing where like military recruiters and college recruiters can Mm -hmm. take someone who's 18 Mm -hmm. and just be like, here's this thing that is most definitely Mm going to radically alter the trajectory of the rest of your life. Right. And we in no way are going to actually like look out for you. Right. Right. And obviously it being the military, the Mm -hmm. biggest thing the biggest thing that struck me initially is like, well, they're going to save a ton of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. On like counseling, the amount of money that they pay to military members that ends up being paid in alimony and child support Mm -hmm. that goes down. Um, Readiness is improved in my opinion, because you know, some guy marries his, you know, let's say this guy's from like Louisville, Kentucky and Mm -hmm. it's, hot girlfriend from high school has mm-hmm. never left there, you know, needs the, you know, the dude that she's been with. Right. And then he, you know, marries her so she can come out to California or wherever he, Texas, wherever he's stationed. Yeah. And then he immediately has to deploy. Yeah. Right. Or right. go on TDYs. Right. <laughs> Long story short, it generally doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For the yeah. same reason, it may not work out for him. And it, yeah. it works the other way with females. I just saw a lot less, instances where females in the military married the dude they were dating when they left for the military yeah yeah no that doesn't really happen i mean significantly less right yeah yeah i don't think i've ever heard that of that one happening it was always the other way around but yeah yeah uh it but it's one of these instances where it's like you know i'm a staunch supporter of not you know, stifling people's right to do whatever they think will make them happy at that time because mm-hmm. it's not, you know, necessarily our job. But is it kind of the military's job to, you know, steward over these people and their this, the decisions they make that may negatively impact their yeah. ability to serve yeah, and the, you know, quality of their life while right. they're serving? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you have all these, you know, and then you, you know, pay out. In their eyes, I'm sure it comes down to dollar signs. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the main reason why something like this is happening, and uh, what you said is true. But ultimately, yeah, it is. They're going to save a lot of money, and I mean a lot of money, and it may piss a lot of people off. But at the same time, you shouldn't really. I don't. To me, it's like just wait to get married. Right. Just right. wait. Just hold off. And it's probably the only thing I can think of, mm-hmm. like a contract that you can enter into mm-hmm. at that age where there's some sort of structure that's like looking out for the decisions you make. Mm-hmm. Cause so many people <clears throat> when they're that age, even if they don't go to college and already come into the military with a bunch of student loan debt, mm-hmm. somebody's going to lo- you know, somebody's going to sell them a car at 19% interest, right? you know, or they're going to get one of those wacky home loans. That was something that was kind of underreported if reported at all. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people that got caught up in all that shit when the, they were doing those no, no loans with mm-hmm. the housing collapse. A mm-hmm. lot of people that got caught up in that were like junior enlisted military people yeah. Yeah. who got married when they were young and right. felt like they, you know, Oh, I got to own a house. I got to have all this shit. Everything's on payments. Yeah. Plus I got to get this house. That's way too big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then my loan is going to go wacky right around the time I'm looking to separate. Right. And even right. even if you stay in, you still, you still can't cover can't, that nut. Yeah, you know, you can't. And it's just, yeah. I mean, that whole situation right there was huge in itself. And I just saw, I mean, well, I just watched it again. But the big short, the movie that was about the housing market collapse and mm-hmm. how everything was just so screwed up. And, and there was little to no oversight from the government and 
everything and a lot of military members were caught up in that and it hit a lot of them hard and that something like that it it when you get stuff like that that's reported on your credit that can affect your security clearance and oh, then yeah. if you lose that then you're on your way out and then when you're on your way out then you have no money yeah and good and luck gonna... getting a job that in you know one of these jobs where they're like oh we hire people who are in the military where well, right. the reason they do that usually right. is because they come with a security clearance yeah. it saves them thousands of dollars per employee oh yeah excuse me on getting them a security clearance mm-hmm. and yeah anything like that can negatively affect that yeah and yeah. then you look at you know <clears throat> Something that people don't really take into account when they talk about like domestic domestic violence and things of that nature um, is the age of the people involved. Usually, you know what I mean? Uh, The, you know, say nothing of someone like Addison Russell, who got married when he was young, had millions Mm -hmm. of dollars, won a World Series, Mm -hmm. had some issues within his marriage that I apparently have something to do with domestic violence but like again in a much smaller scale people in the military who are that age are kids mm-hmm. you're underdeveloped mm-hmm. basically mentally kids which mm-hmm. is i think part of why the military feasts off of people that age yeah and then yeah. and legally we allow them to and right. it you know so then you have those issues and then yeah. you have people getting kicked out because they can't cope with it. Right. And then, you know, the the culture of alcohol in the military and alcohol oh, yeah. consumption. You know, if if I have a drinking problem, it started when I was in the military. Oh, most definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without without a doubt. And it was definitely a big part of the culture of yeah. being in the military. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never been in a frat or a frat house, a frat mm-hmm. party, but yeah. it's, I, I can imagine it's not that different than. No, I'm sure it's than, very similar. Yeah. So and if you, for, for those of you who may not have been in the military, but have been in a frat or been around frat guys or frat people, I don't know. Or, you if, know. or if you're in some <laughs> other profession yeah. where that like, happens. Yeah. You, yeah. You yeah. Be Something a similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. A wife. I was going to say that. Yeah. You work in a warehouse. You yeah. can be a fireman, a cop, yeah. whatever. Oh, you know, shit. All of that. A cop in Boston. Oh, I know you guys know what the fuck we're talking about. Don't. Oh, yeah. you know it yeah. you know but there is this weird <laughs> culture of alcohol and mm-hmm. like you know uh it's it's just all of these combining factors it set people up for failure at that age which yeah. is why i am i mean i'm not even hesitant at all mm-hmm. to support the military doing this yeah and a yeah. lot of people would see it as the military doing it to Mm-mm. them no. they're really doing it for for them, them. Yeah, I wish the military. They, yeah, I wish signing up for, for the military would have came with a rule that I couldn't get married till I was thirty. Yeah, oh, you know, man, yeah. <laughs> even after I was out, right? Like, yeah, you're not allowed yeah, to like, get no, married no, until you're thirty. No, no, this is the contract. Yeah, no, they follow serious. you around. They come check on you uh, yeah, once a year. Right, like, right. You know, they constantly checking the marriage licenses and shit. Yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah, if your name comes up, they ship you <laughs> off to Leavenworth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but this, at least in some respects, protects these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, between the ages of 18 and 20, you join the military. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, you know, it's one of those things. Like, I always was, you know, there were all those weird, there's all that weird shit in the UCMJ about, yeah. like, how you can't get head or have Yeah, that shit was weird. Yeah. That shit. Like, technically, yeah. technically, it was illegal for you to get off work and go home and have, like, doggy-style sex with your wife. Yeah, yeah. You know? like, so yeah, the, that, yeah. And, literally, yeah. You, will, you could be tried for that. Yeah, and say nothing of the military's you know like 
antiquated draconian length of time it took them to be like oh yeah i guess two dudes could get married if they want to right. like, as if as if all these heterosexual marriages in the military were yeah. working out right yeah you know, that, oh so that weird. was all going great yeah but you know say nothing of that i i this one though in particular is definitely i i support it and i think it's good for the troops you know yes at that is. age it is it, it, it honestly is yeah um shit like like man i kind of wish like you said that was a rule back then when we came in because <laughs> i'm just thinking back at it and good uh, god man that, the, that first marriage it's like jesus what were we thinking those the the, fuck what were we thinking those are the memories you like wake up in the middle of the night in your yeah. 30s like why did someone why did anybody stop me yeah. it's okay? constantly in my mind like yeah. why the fuck didn't yeah. someone somebody then be like hey man nah uh-uh, yeah, just, just, just re- dude, leave her there. Uh, You're about uh, to go see the world. Yeah, about yeah. to be financially independent. Yeah. I mean, neither of us married our high school sweethearts, but you shouldn't be allowed right. to marry anybody. Anybody when bro. you're that anybody. age. Anybody, just at all. Just breathe. Yeah. It's something worth breathe. considering in you know civilian society. Yeah, you yeah. know. Like, you know, I will say that after, you know, spending that, that part of my life married and then going through the divorce, this part of my life now, it seems like it would be a lot better, the the amount of freedom and everything that I have now, because I also have a career and right. money and all that shit. Yeah. So um, it'd be a, it'd be a lot more dangerous to do it as an 18 year old. Right. Because I'm not that mature, especially yep. not me, because I was. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Well, but I mean, but that's, still, that doesn't change my stance on this. No, still do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And that's what I'm saying, too, though, is I think about it now in that sense. And, you know, some some people don't some people don't ever some people look back at themselves when they were 17 mm-hmm. and they're like, I was grown as hell. And they're like 35 now. And they're yeah. like, I was grown then. And all the decisions I've made from then to now are one continuous line of consciousness and decisions. Yeah. And everything's always made sense to me. <laughs> like, dude, I don't me when I was 25, mm-hmm. me five years ago. Yeah. I feel is almost unrecognizable to me now. Yeah. There's parts of me six months ago. There's mm-hmm. parts of me from when I started this podcast yeah. that don't exist anymore. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and the idea that at the infancy of your evolution as a human being mm-hmm. that you can just, you know, especially on the government's nickel, just right. throw everything away. Right. Right. Just, yeah. and that's statistically because obviously, because there's still people mm-hmm. who, when they're that age are like, Oh no, I, you know, you get married, you just make it work. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, there's two people involved right. who have the minds of, you know, silverback gorillas yeah you know like you're motivated by like you know consumption and sex and that's about it that's it you know right it takes a long time well into your 20s and 30s to be like oh well here's some other stuff Mm -hmm. that i could focus on Mm -hmm. you know where you're just not like bursting at the seams right right yeah and i so it but that's why like i i don't have a problem Mm -hmm. with someone stepping in and being like hey yeah cool out i'm like yo just chill just yeah. chill that's all you got to do is just chill yeah let's make it's let's not. make some other let's think about the way you look forward to it because yeah. like i said people will look at it and say oh well you make it work and i'm like you're not yeah, better right. than the statistics right do you know what i mean yeah, right you're like you know if all marriages 
mm-hmm. are, you know, in the 50, 55 percent failure rate mm-hmm. at your age. It's probably like 90. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's that old yeah. Bill Burr bit where he's like, you know, would you go skydiving if they were like half the parachutes don't open? You know, <laughs> would you like, why would you get married? You know, yeah. is this the line to lose half my shit? Like, yeah. That's a great fucking bit. It is. Way. No, like, it is. so accurate. Yeah. And that's exactly you know? what it is. And it's like, damn, is that really what you want? And you want to, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know what? I did it and it didn't work out. Whatever. Probably we will never do it again. Absolutely no, not. I don't see a, man, I don't know. No. No. Fuck that. No. Yeah. And I'm not just no. speaking to men here. I do want to remind A point of you. personal privilege. Please <laughs> do not use gendered language to to yes, address everyone. Part. That's the part so of that I drop t- that you absolutely t- have to Please have. do not use gendered uh-huh. language to oh. to address everyone. That flustered. <laughs> it's pissed. <laughs> oh, gender. <laughs> I'm oh. so angry. Yeah. 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 Like we said though, that though, that group of communists, I don't think we're in any danger of them no. taking up their No. Like I said, they're probably no. still in that yeah, room. They are definitely out what they're going to do. They're going to die in that room. You know, I watched some more of that video and I've now seen more actual traction of this on the internet, but you know there are people who are calling for replacing clapping with this. If you're oh, listening, I'm doing fuck? jazz hands. Yeah. Where so and that's what they want, and that's what they were doing at that oh, meeting. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. There's a they guy. They were doing that. Yeah. There's, oh, because I I, I kind of remember seeing that. And I was like, what the fuck? But yeah. there's so much crazy shit. Oh, going there's on so there. much shit going yeah. on there. Yeah. Oh. But that's I couldn't figure out what that was. It almost uh-huh. looked like they were in church. Yeah. You know. But yeah. that's that's what they're doing instead of clapping, because clapping could trigger someone. You know what I mean? What? I mean, the you're sound, in public, the bro. sound like, of come applause. On, come on, you're in public. Yeah, the sound I mean, of applause can trigger somebody into what? Into what? Yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, what kind of clap-related trauma is that? Who are we protecting from applause? Right. It like I get it. I mean, clapping is it, fun. It, yeah, and it's fun when people clap for you. Right. It's also funny when you fake clap at people. Maybe that's what it is. Is that these are people who've made a maybe lot of boner fo- moves? Maybe that's the f- the uh the damn. Uh, phobia right and that's what it's it is the slow the trauma clap is uh, related to the slow clap <laughs> having oh, fucked up so many times yeah. in their life just these like, people are what? perennial people when yeah. they walk in the room people are like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's their tra- that's, that's the, the trauma. trauma oh my god of all the traumas though i mean do we have to keep up with that one too yes you know what I mean? Yes, because in 2019, yes, <laughs> we have to not only track all of these phobias, but then be respectful to point every, of personal privilege. every <laughs> single last one of them at all times. Constantly. And it doesn't fucking matter where you are. You are. Somebody can be like, I identify as a folding chair, and I was <laughs> yes. at Graham's house, and he <laughs> called me a lawn chair. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's chair phobic. What a piece of shit. <laughs> Graham Twitter piece of shit Walden 2019. That was Jesus Christ. Kevin left that YouTube comment on that video. Because, you know, people are always doing Rogan where it's like, Joe, my buddy Rogan or whatever. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> Graham Twitter piece of Twitter shit Walden. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, oh, and, but shit. the clapping thing is pretty good. I mean, if we're going to, you know, yeah. hey, look, ah, well. all the fish are dead. The bees are dying. Yep. We're not going to be able to sustain life on this planet probably for another, you know, we maybe got two more generations coming before shit goes, really goes tits up. Right. But let's make sure we're not clapping. Yeah. 
We really wow. got to get on top of that. I, this uh, Communist Party sounds like they got their priorities <laughs> in line. These so, young socialists really have their shit together. Oh, yeah. And are yeah. focused They're on the major issues. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I Jesus wish Christ. I had the video play ready, too, because the guy, because he's like at the podium and he's dressed like he's Che Guevara or something. <laughs> And he's like, don't talk to any MAGA assholes. Do not talk to the police or members of the press who don't have credentials. And people were like clapping. He was like, hey, guys, remember this. We, we almost got it. Remember this. No, because clapping could trigger someone. I was like, is this a giant piece of performance fuck? art? Oh, uh, but see, that would be good, too. If, if it, it was, was just I one big ass like, so much like uh, commentary on the social climate, you yeah. know, and like a, some sort of experimental art piece that I is, would feel so much better about all of see, this that would that's be, what it that turned would be out to be one of the greatest art pieces ever created because yeah. it is such a mirror reflection of how it is in real time so if that's the case then bravo yeah. Banksy or whoever put that together yeah that's although like we, all know, would do. Well, we all know what the best piece of art ever was Negropolis, oh, man. of course yeah you talk about best art and i know about Barone art of Negropolis, man. Yeah. Basquiat found it her totally ironic that honey african-american will be a policeman Boom. all controlled by the white majority in America. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like he's trying to say margarine. All yeah. controlled by the white majority in America. Hold on, let me see if I can stack these. The point of personal privilege. Basquiat found it. Her totally ironic <laughs> that any African-American will be a policeman. <laughs> policeman. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back. I feel Sweet. like got our feet back under us here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have a whole bunch more, uh, so I'm gonna segue now into mm-hmm. the closing bit of this podcast. All right. Um, I don't know how much we've actually, and it, this may even be a good base for an episode of Pod Caviar this season because mm-hmm. I know you're doing movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a movie that I almost never talk about and that people almost never bring up. And that movie is sling blade. Mm. And I don't know why this popped into my head this week. Uh I think about that movie far too often. Right. uh, Mostly because it's one of the few like impressions I can do. Right. Uh, It's, you know, also that performance by Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, he won an Oscar. It's an Mm -hmm. incredible movie. The way he just transformed himself into that guy. Um, but I was thinking about it the other day, really the, uh, geez, the least, uh, focused on performance in that film is Dwight Yoakam. You know, the country yeah. singer yeah. plays this alcoholic, abusive asshole in that movie. Just how retarded are you? That's where that bump comes yeah, from. Right. Uh, and he, uh, I mean, he just murders in that performance mm-hmm. as just this complete psycho manipulative, violent alcoholic and i was thinking about it this week because there's a scene at the end of the movie or towards the end of the movie where he just mm-hmm. flips the fuck out mm-hmm. on all these people in his house because it's like shitty bands in yeah. there and yeah. they like everything goes uh completely haywire and i went down this deep rabbit hole this week of watching like billy bob thornton on mm. inside the actor's studio watching yeah. dwight these are all clips from like 96 or whatever watching uh dwight yokum being interviewed on charlie rose and it's just so fascinating and i think the weird thing about that movie for me is that it exists on this fence between powerful drama and just like ass splitting hilarity yeah you know what I right. mean? There is something 
in inherently very funny about that movie mm -hmm. while at the same time that movie's not funny at all yeah yeah i mean it toes that line yeah and it does it perfectly and that's why it's a a, a classic you know yeah, i'm it, not even gonna call it a cult classic it is literally a classical classic like you dope. yeah, yeah. It, I, I mean uh, year in year out you hear many different references to it yeah um i'm glad they're not trying to remake that one because oh, please do not yeah please do please not remake sling blade it doesn't need that. any doesn't there's no. nothing missing no it doesn't need it doesn't to be need more inclusive yeah no you know yeah and john ritter plays the gay dude in it and he's phenomenal in yeah. that role yeah i mean the whole movie the uh i can't remember the woman's name off the top of my head who played the wife but like everybody even the little kid everybody mm -hmm. in that movie is just like spot on mm -hmm. but somehow there's this weird thing for me where that movie is hysterical mm -hmm. but it, not it funny at all mm -hmm. uh and in that line uh i do want to so what i'm going to do here is we're going to do a little split uh i'm going to wrap things up for the youtube viewers mm -hmm. because i can't play this clip i'm sure i can't play this clip without immediately being pulled from youtube like before the videos uploaded right because that right. happened to me with that stupid fucking nicholas cage trailer yeah which i couldn't believe which is weird because if you if you're making a social commentary on it then that, that's supposed that's to be okay. fair use. yeah yeah right because that yeah what else are you going to do i mean that's an example and you're speaking your that and that's weird that's one of those weird things about youtube yeah. to where it's like if you're up here then it's okay but if you're down here you better not even think about yeah. coming close to breaking the fucking rules. Well, and I played the I've played parts of the Tiptoes trailer on here six times. Mm -hmm. I've never gotten hit from Touchstone, whoever owns that. I mean, I yeah, guess I maybe mean, they, they, they probably want to. Yeah, as far as, as much as possible. But that mm -hmm. Nicolas Cage movie is fucking looks horrible, and mm -hmm. the trailer is awful. Mm -hmm. I really didn't expect it, but yeah, I had to yeah. go back. Like people who tried to watch that on YouTube, there's just a big chunk where there's no audio because mm -hmm. they wouldn't let me upload it with yeah. the audio on that part. That's um, fucking weird. Yeah, so in light of that, obviously, I can't play this clip for the YouTube viewers. Mm -hmm. So head on over to an audio podcast app near you mm -hmm. to hear the end of this. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, shout out to our inaugural patron, Ross. Uh, don't forget to visit patreon.com slash one gram army. Subscribe to podcast. I'm pretty sure I have a thing that says all that at the beginning of the podcast, so I don't have to keep saying it. And I can just, you know, keep trying to make jokes. Uh, so we're going to watch this now, uh, YouTube video watchers. Good night, everyone. Good night. And now audio listeners. So this is the scene at the end though, where uh -huh. he, uh, where he flips the fuck out on everybody. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's so powerful, but there's, I cannot watch this without laughing because there's so much of it is funny. All right, here we go. <laughs> we don't got no goddamn band. We don't need the fucking practice, Randy. We don't need a shit-ass manager, neither. You motherfuckers. Y'all just a bunch of losers. I'm the only one sane son of a bitch here. Just get the fuck out of my house now. Not your house, Doyle. It's Linda's. I'll whip the dog shit out of you, Vaughn. I will fucking kill you if you talk to me again. Now, all of you, get the fuck out now before I get too mad to turn back. What about our instruments? <laughs> Come here, you little prick. Yeah, Come here, you little yeah, fucking wheelchair. Jesus Christ. Get out! All <laughs> oh, y'all! Now get the fuck out! Come on, you motherfuckers! Um. Get the fuck out! <laughs>
<laughs> Randy, you turning son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't fucking practice, Randy. Come on, Morris, you fucking genius. Get the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. God damn it. This ain't right, Joel. Hey, there is something wrong with you. Get the fuck out of here. shit, man. <laughs> Here we go. The greatest, one of my favorite lines in film history. Not this. Docs look good on paper. You don't sing them anyway. You're just showing your true ear is color now. Stay out of my goddamn face, you fucking buzzard. <laughs> Here we go. Hey! I said, get out of my house. That goes for cocksuckers and retards. <laughs> motherfucker should have won six Oscars oh for that God. right there. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that goes for cocksuckers and retards. Now get up off your asses and go. Come on. <laughs> get up off your asses and go. Yeah, he fucking murdered that. Oh, shit. Uh, but so, yes, that uh, will do it for another classy ass episode Fuck yeah. of the One Graham Army podcast. We're going to flip over to an episode of Pod Caviar and uh, I really do appreciate everyone for listening and sticking with us. I know the schedules have been weird and shit's been somewhat inconsistent lately, but we're settling back in yes. for the big run up to episode 200, which I actually meant to talk about today, but we still have a few episodes to discuss things. Yes. I'm Graham. That's Tony. And good night. Welcome. One Graham. One Graham. Welcome to the One Graham Army. Podcast. Welcome. One gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army Podcast.